Hey, Matt. Hey, Rod. Sadly, the Thunder season is over, but guess what? I signed all three of us up for open tryouts. So get your skates sharpened and let's try this. From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 59 for Monday, April the 18th, 2011. I'm Rod Gomez, And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. We'd love to hear your comments. Call our listener line at 209-565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, we wrap up the Asparagus Festival. We talk about what the best pizza in Stockton is, an upcoming event on the Miracle Mile, and we talk sports with our mystery in-studio guest. Okay, the 26th annual Stockton Asparagus Festival is officially wrapped. <laughs> yeah, because it was asparagus wrapped out like, there this year. You like how I worked that in? <sighs> Keep the, going. The, the wrap. <laughs> don't quit my day job. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside joke there. Um, yeah, and uh, an amazing weekend. And um, uh, first, I should say, before we get any further, we are joined in studio by... Um, uh, a very special guest, number three on our payroll, uh, Lowell Tuckerman. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the Outback Studios. Number three, hopefully shooting up the charts. Hey, it's good <laughs> to be back in the Outback. It, how long has it been, Matt? Pushing it's, six months at least. Yeah, it's been too long. Uh, Rod, I didn't tell you when Lowell and I had dinner recently. Uh, I made some mention about him being the uh, number three employee, and he said. What? what? What do you mean number three? How come? How come I'm number three? And I, <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. I just looked at him, and he's like. Oh, duh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oops, Rod, Rod oh, is Oh, that there. guy. Oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> that one dude. Oh, that's funny. So, um, Rod, you and I both got a chance to spend a little bit of time out at the Asparagus Festival. What did you think, man? Uh, you know what? Again, another year uh, and another... I'm going to have to speak to Kate next year about scheduling less stuff to do because uh, there's three days is still not enough to do everything that there is to do at the asparagus festival. Uh, and I'm, I'm very mad about that and I'd like to see less to do so that I can do it all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Obviously it, it was amazing. And when you have the problem of trying to narrow down, uh, things to do, it's, it's a good problem to have. And obviously the very first thing I, I did when I walked in the gates was head straight for the roasted corn. Like I always say I do. Uh, both days that I was there, I did that. I did exactly that. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, went to the deep fried asparagus and gorged myself on that for a while. And, man, I just again, it was just great weather and a great time. And uh, just to see all the people out there enjoying it was uh, it was just awesome. Did you uh, did you try the asparagus wrap or any, anything new this year? Sadly, I did not. Well, I did try something new. I did try a pulled pork sandwich from the Ozark barbecue guys out there. And let me tell you, it was between that or the tri-tip because I always go for tri-tip when I go to the asparagus festival. There's two foods that I always eat besides asparagus, and that's the roasted corn and the tri-tip. But this time... I walked up, and Matt, you were with me when this happened. I walked up, and I looked at the tri-tip place, and I turned my head, and there was a pulled pork stand. And, I mean, there was about 15 seconds worth of conflict, 
and uh, I actually chose the pulled pork, and I'm glad I did. So Ozark uh, Barbecue, if you're listening, you have amazing stuff. Keep it up. I loved your pulled pork. Yeah, I also did not try the Aspera wraps. Um, I think I saw lots of people with them, but between the deep fried asparagus, which I had a little bit on Friday, I had a little bit on Saturday, I had a little bit on Sunday, and the uh, and the pasta, which is another one of my favorites, um, and the ice cream, I did get get some ice cream. Uh, they sold out on Saturday, so there was none on Sunday, but um, I did not get to um, I didn't get to didn't get to try the wraps. Uh, Lowell, have you ever been to the Asparagus Festival? I did go for one day last year, and after hearing about all the great things about it, I regret not going to more. And I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but even the week leading up to this year's Asparagus Festival, I've heard people in San Francisco and all over the Bay Area talking about it. So to me, that's a great sign and the exposure this event is getting. And obviously, the, the Asparagus Festival leads right into Stockton, so... Just that alone to me was very positive and very encouraging, and I will have to make it back next year for the entirety of the Asparagus Festival. Yeah, it, well, it is the uh, the Best of the West Food Fest. It's uh, one of the largest uh, food festivals um, in the West Coast, and um, it's it. You know, this week this weekend the crowd seemed larger than the last few years. I think we um, were the benefactors of some awesome weather. It was warm, but it wasn't hot. There was a, of course, being right there on the water. There was a little bit of a breeze, but it was great weather all three days. Tell my forehead it wasn't hot. I uh, I came back a little bit sunburned uh, from Saturday. Of course, I mean, when you spend, uh, what, about six hours, seven hours out there on a day? Yeah, I think that's, uh, I, I forgot the sunblock. So next time, I, I suggest everybody take sunblock. Yeah. Uh, Rod, did you happen to catch the, um, I forget what the name of it was. It was that kind of Cirque du Soleil feel. At, uh... In fact, I did. It was it was actually Cirque du Soleil performers. They, oh, yeah. They, they were out there. And uh when I the the couple of acts that I got to catch was uh, one guy climbing a rope, yeah. Or uh, not, it wasn't a rope; it was a ribbon, I guess. And I mean, you want to talk about amazing uh, flexibility? Amazing. Yeah, that guy was crazy. Yeah, he was very very nuts. And then um, I saw a bunch of uh, dancing, and of course that was creepy. I I love Cirque du Soleil, but I'm telling you right now. It's just a little bit creepy. Yeah, and uh, Lowell, just just to bring you up to speed, the um, this the performance told the story about these two minerals. One was Aspera, and one was Gus from a faraway planet. That um, their planet was destroyed by meteors, and they landed on Earth at the Delta here in Stockton and created asparagus. And that was the story of the whole thing. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty clever, and it was good to have um, at that stage. It was, Usually something new there every year, um, right there at uh, I guess it was Center and Fremont, but um, yeah, I, I caught that. I actually caught it Friday and caught it today um, on Sunday, so um, that was a, a cool one. Also, I did get to uh, try to hit the hole in one. Um, I failed. I failed. I did have some good hits, but uh, I did not get the hole in one. Oh, you saw the video from me last year. You know exactly why I stayed away from it that year. The closest I got to it was to say hi to my friends at the K1 booth. That was it. There you go. And uh, I know that neither one of us got to catch Smash Mouth. No, um, But uh, I actually, the only band that I got to watch was um, on Sunday I saw, I forget the name, but it's the Eagles Tribute Band. Um, and I would actually say that they're, they're better than the last time I saw the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I, maybe because they were a little bit younger than, than, uh, than all those guys. And, <laughs> and they had all, all of them sang so they could do the... Um, they could do the Don Hanley, they could do the Glenn Fry, they could do the Timothy B. Schmidt, they could do the um, Joe Walsh, 
and uh, they, they really pulled off the, um, uh, the, the Eagles. But um, from what I heard, Smash Mouth was amazing, um, and uh, I heard lots of people were out there, and it was a, a great show, especially with um, local keyboardist Mike Kluster on stage. Yeah, I, I actually got to catch the, uh, um, the Santana cover band. That was very enjoyable. And again, you know, when, when you listen to Santana, Santana is a pretty hard, uh, hard act to, to mimic, but they did a very good job of it. Um, and I even heard the little Rob Thomas smooth song out there. So they were, they were touching into Santana's poppy side, but yeah, I really, again, the, the music just, when you paint the picture of the asparagus festival, it is just a gorgeous weekend full of a lot of cool stuff to do. And, and again, they always do a good job putting on uh, a great, great festival. And this year was absolutely no different. Well, Matt and Rod, the 2011 Deep Fried Asparagus Eating Championship. Different year, same result. Joey Chestnut wins again. Huh? It's no, no surprise there. And I wonder if they allow betting on eating contests because you could make a bank by betting on Joey Chestnut. And finishing in second behind Chestnut this year, Patrick Bertoletti. And an interesting story the third-place finisher, Matt Stoney, an 18-year-old kid, 120 pounds, soaking wet, out of San Jose. And Matt, you had a chance to catch up with Matt Stoney after the contest. Okay. All right, I'm here with Matt Stoney. He took, he stole, I should say, third place today in the Deep Fried Asparagus Eating Championship here at the 26th Annual Asparagus Festival in downtown Stockton. Matt, how did you do it, man? I don't know, I just kept eating, <laughs> really. Eating. Is this yeah. your first time eating deep-fried asparagus competitively? Yeah, this is the first time ever eating deep-fried asparagus. Actually, no, I know. I fried up some yesterday to taste how, like, to figure out how it tastes, but I mean, yeah, this is the first time I've eaten deep-fried asparagus competitively ever. Really? So you beat some big names. You beat, like, Eric Denmark out there for third place and coming in second place behind Deep Dish Bertoletti and uh, Joey Chestnut. How does that feel? It feels great. I mean, my expectation was just to come up and have fun, just make my debut with the IFOCE, but I'm... Um, no, I'm, I'm so happy with my results. I can't complain. Yeah, so what do you think about the crowd here in Stockton today? Oh, it's great. You know, the energy is way up there. You know, it's just fun, fun event. Cool. Are you going to come back next year? Oh, definitely. You know, the kid burst on the scene in the competitive eating world, yeah. but he's been a YouTube sensation for a while with his man versus food tactics. And you can actually find him on YouTube uh, taking on 10 pounds of potatoes the Grand Slam Challenge, even the Taco Bell Value Menu Challenge. I mean, this guy ordered the whole value menu and uh, and ate it. It's it's, I, I mean, I can't even fathom it. I mean, obviously, Man vs. Food has had some uh, some followers or some mimickers, but uh, this guy has done it and he's busted on the competitive eating scene. Yeah, and, and made a splash. And when they introduced all of the eaters and when they got to him the guy even said he kind of said it in a sarcastic way he said this guy comes to us from websites such as www.youtube.com and when he said that the whole crowd laughed and <laughs> it was like he wasn't supposed to do anything 
but he actually showed up and he was eaten. And this this kid, there's pictures of him on the website, but he is a small kid, and he was just chowing down. But uh, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I I only thought to look on YouTube later. But you're right, that kid has made uh, has made a splash on YouTube. But it was uh, it was pretty gnarly um, to sit that close and watch these guys devour that much. Bigger men than he could barely put down one plate. I noticed that there was people on the end of that that, uh, again, then like the announcer was like, yeah, one plate, one pound, that's a great snack. Uh, and this kid, a little over six pounds worth of asparagus. And, I mean, if he had 20 minutes, he probably could have gone for more. It, it just seemed like there was no stopping. Something like that kind of makes you wonder what was the 18-year-old Joey Chestnut doing? So Matt Stoney, certainly on pace to not overtake Joey Chestnut, but have an excellent pro eating career. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, I don't know anything about the sport, but I wonder if, if size um, has anything to do with it. Because no. Have you seen the, the Japanese guy? Uh, what Kobayashi. Is yeah, Kobayashi. This, that oh, the guy. The guy that was arrested at a bout in New York. Yeah, absolutely. He was arrested. <laughs> Couldn't compete this year. Oh, but that's right. I forgot about that. But I mean, Joey Chestnut's, you know, he's six foot something and he's he's a tall guy, a big guy, but um, nothing compared to, uh, you know, to Matt Stoney. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's just jaw power. I mean, watching these guys. You know, if you watch Patrick Deep Dish Bertoletti, he's got these amazing, you know, these huge cheeks. I mean, he's just cramming it in there. But um, maybe Chipmunk it's just cheeks. speed. Yeah, maybe it's just speed and, and uh, jaw ability. Who I knows? think it's like anything out there, Matt. If you got good technique, you can do it. You know, it's all about technique. You can study technique, much like, you know, sports guys, uh, you know, learn techniques on how to hit balls or how to, you know, throw long bombs. These eaters, they study techniques on how to eat. I'm also not too. Uh, I'm also not too familiar about pro eating, and I'm wondering what kind of longevity can you have with something like that? Is, so your arteries clog? <laughs> is, <laughs> is Joey Chestnut going to be doing this when he's 50, 60? I don't know. It, it is, it'd be interesting to see how long these guys last. Well, with with the amount of uh, publicity and and the amount of attention he was receiving after the uh, after the event, I'd say he's going to do this until the wheels fall off. That's for sure. And speaking of Joey Chestnut, Matt, you had a chance to catch up with the champion right after you caught up with Matt Stoney. All right, I'm here with Joey Chestnut at the 26th Annual Asparagus Festival live in downtown Stockton. Joey, congratulations on your big win today. How'd you feel out there? It felt great. The crowd pushed me, and I was able to deliver a new record. Yeah, so speaking of records, nine pounds, five ounces, something like that? Yeah, I was a, I was a couple pounds ahead of second place, and I was just able to push it hard. So how, how hard was it to go for the record when uh, the next competitor was a couple pounds back? Oh, the crowd was pushing me. There was no way around it. Uh, I, there were times where I wanted to slow down, but I wanted to make everybody happy. All right, man, you're a, you're a local favorite here, man. What can you say about performing in front of this crowd in Stockton? Oh, it's always great to come back here. It was the first contest I won six years ago, so... I mean, it's a lot of friends and family who are able to show up and uh, people who have supported me throughout the years. So it's great to perform in front of them. Cool. Anything different about the asparagus this year or the same old stuff as last year? Yeah, every year the asparagus is awesome. That's why that's why it's been going on. This, this festival's been going on for 26 years. It's, uh, it's an awesome festival. I'm happy to be here. All right, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Show is on to 
I'm joined by Danielle. She's a University of the Pacific student, and her and her class are helping the Miracle Mile Improvement District put on the Stockton is Magnificent um, event. Danielle, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. Glad to be here. So uh, so what can you tell me about this, this wonderful event coming up, uh, Stockton is Magnificent? It's on Saturday, April 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, we're going to have a mural being painted on the wall of um, Pacific and Adams, and um, we're also going to have lo- local celebrities and um, the kids from the area are going to bring their reasons why they love Stockton in um, art form. We're going to have t-shirts and local bands. The restaurants are going to be open. We have nonprofit booths that are open as well. Lots of fun stuff. So what area on the mile is this, uh, is this taking place at? Obviously, the mural is at Pacific and um, Adams. I think that's being painted on the side of, um, of Cat's Cakes. But what, what's the, the general layout of the, the rest of the event? Is it all happening right there? It's actually on the street. It's going to be closed down. It's um, the 360 block of Pacific Avenue. Um, so that'll be the street will be closed down, and the whole event will be taking it over. Okay, so there's a, um, a couple of other things going on. I know that there is a flash mob being planned um, for that. And um, if I remember right, I think I've seen some links out there that uh, people can learn learn the uh, learn the steps. And for those that don't know what a flash mob is, why don't you tell us what that is? And um, and I'm hoping that there are dance the dance steps are out there somewhere. Um, a flash mob is basically what you see in music in uh, musicals and where everyone just so happens to know the dance moves. So um, we're going to recreate that. And you can learn the dance on um, – there's a YouTube video. I'm sure you can just um, Google that. But if not, it's on um, our Fed Up With Forbes Stockton uh, Facebook page. And it's pretty simple, and, and you just follow along. So. So I have not seen it, and I am not a dancer. But you're saying that it's it's simple enough that uh, the the lay person can learn this the simple dance. Yes, definitely. I am a dancer, and it's not that complicated. Um, anyone can do it. It's a lot of of easy step motions that are just to bring people together. So it'll be easy. For okay, sure. and and you obviously have um, you know the dance forward and backward already, right? Not yet, but apparently, um, I think in tomorrow's class we're all going to practice for about an hour to do it, so we know that we know it's solid. Awesome. So there's um, also going to be an aerial photo shoot, um, I believe, that day. What can you tell me about that? Um, yeah, actually, we're going to do that, I think, in the middle of the event. Have everyone that's there um, take a, a picture, and we're going to send it to Forbes, as well as have it framed and hung up in City Hall. Um, so that'll be really nice to show all the support for Stockton. Is there um, Are there T-shirts being sold um, for this event? Yes. Also, there are, um, with the logo, I think they're bright yellow. So we're really, really happy about that with the logo, Stockton is Magnificent, um, to be sold so you can support the town too. Wonderful. So uh, flash mob, aerial photo, um, uh, local bands, lots of great stuff. Um, Obviously, it's free, right? If it's on the Miracle Mile, it's got to be free. Yes, for sure. It is free, which is very nice. Great. That's our favorite price here at Podcast Stockton. Um, So tell me about, Daniel, how you got involved in uh, in helping out this this event. Well, I am a student at the uh, University of the Pacific, and it's been 
the Forbes article about Stockton has been um, a big deal on our campus. We've talked about it in every class practically that I have. Um, so we wanted to be a part of it and um, get involved and show that Forbes that we're a little bit angry with what they've said. So. Well, that's, that's great to hear, especially from um, University of Pacific students. So um, if you're a student at Pacific, um, am, is, am I right in assuming that you've not lived here your whole life? No, I haven't. Um, I've only been here, this is my fourth year now. Um, I'm originally from Southern California, which is bright and shiny and beautiful, but um, I actually really like it up here too for the years that I've been here. Great. So what do you think about the, um, the Forbes list and um, you know, how does that relate to the Stockton that you know? Um, I don't agree really with what Forbes said. I really like Stockton and everyone has their views and they say that, you know, Stockton has its issues, but every city has its issues. And I really love California and I love the weather and, and it's not, it's not miserable. It's not what they say. So I, I really like Stockton here and, and I'm glad to be here for, I get another year to be here as well. So I really like that. Wonderful. Great. Thank you very much, Danielle, for coming on the show. Um, once again, the Stockton is Magnificent event is this Saturday, April 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. out on the Miracle Mile. Again, there'll be uh, live music, um, an opportunity to participate in a flash mob, which is probably the reason that I want to get out there because I've never actually seen one of those live. Um, not sure if I will, if I'll participate, but <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, but again, uh, on the Miracle Mile, it's a free event. Come show... Uh, Forbes, that we are not miserable. In fact, we are quite magnificent. Danielle, thanks again for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We are wondering, because we do that here at Podcast Doctor from time to time, what is the best pizza place in Stockton? So we threw the question out. To you guys, because we're only three people, and we can tell you what our favorites are, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best. So we want to know <laughs> on Facebook, what is your favorite pizza place? And uh, we've gotten a variety of responses already, am I right? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We've actually asked this question, I want to say twice before on the show, and we've done it on Facebook, we've done it on Twitter, we've done it on the show, but... Um, you know, there's tons of great restaurants in Stockton, but there certainly is tons of great pizza places in Stockton. And um, now that uh, Facebook has that ask a question thing, it it's it's a lot easier to ask <laughs> than uh, than just you know pinging people or randomly going up to the people on the street and saying, "Hey, what's your favorite pizza place? Where do you eat pizza at?" Tell so us now. Uh, so we have so the, the choices that that were kind of put there uh, by default or that we added, you know, Michael's New York style pizza, Dante's, Eddie's, Pacific Pizza, David's. Uh, Joe Pomodoro, Mr. D's, Eric's, Pepperonis. Um, those are the ones that kind of came to mind. Um, but uh, Lowell, there's a there's a clear clear leader already. Yeah, Michael's New York style pizza, Matt. And I have to tell you, I have ate there once. I did enjoy it. And to my knowledge, it is a chain, but a small chain. I think there's a couple, maybe three, in the state of California. I, I've been on their website just for a little bit. Again, I can't give you a lot of details on it, but I know you are in favor of Dante's Pizza. Yeah, and you know Michael's. Uh, Michael's is at um, on uh, Alpine, right off of I five, and they. I don't think they're a chain. I think they've always been a local outfit. Um, the name, I think, um, or the style of pizza has um, uh, been around, but uh, they. Uh, 
they've they've been around here for for years and I like Michaels I would I would put him second but yeah I'm a big Dante's I had Dante's pizza last night um, for dinner Dante's um, would get my vote no matter what came to town. Um, yeah, well, you introduced me to Dante's. Matt. What? It was you did. Wow. Seriously, it was way back. It was way back, and we lived close to Dante's. Never had Dante's. Never knew what Dante's was, and uh, we came to visit you guys and uh, drop I, in on oh, you. Yeah, because yeah, we stalked you that day, and we dropped in on you, and you guys were all eating Dante's and never had it, and actually had a slice. And I got to tell you, it blew me away. Um, and again, you know, I'm a big fan of Michael's. I'm a big fan of the Graduates Pizza. Also, I like the Graduate. They have good pizza. Um, but, you know, I- I'm telling you, that Dante's Pizza was uh, probably far and away one of the things that I-, I enjoyed the most. So, yeah, my vote was for Dante's as well. And that's not because I'm trying to keep my job at Podcast Ogden, but just, you know, because <laughs> it was great. I liked the pizza. Yeah, Lowell, have you ever been to Dante's? I have not. And Matt... You introduced Rod to Dante's, and I think you two will now have to introduce me to Dante's. Having not had it before, I, I can't really offer up an opinion on it. But Done. I've always trusted Matt and Rod's opinion, so I've got to anyway. go check it out. Well, I'll tell you, it's it's. I would call it in the same style as Michael's. It's um, it's tons of toppings, and uh, it's good. It's it's the kind of pizza where if you have a couple of slices, you're full. You're full, and that's that's the kind of pizza I like. I always get it confused if it's New York or Chicago, which one's which. But it's the really thick dough, and the the you know huge piled on toppings. Is that one New York? I think it's New York type. Uh, I think that's Chicago, uh, Chicago and New York. They both have deep. Well, Chicago's more deep dish, I guess. New York is that thick crust, or uh, yeah, thick crust. Yeah. So the um, Michaels is in first place on the um, official podcast, Stockton. What is the best pizza place in Stockton poll? Um, David's Pizza has a couple of votes. Dante's has a couple of votes. Um, and then Pacific Pizza, uh, Eddie's Pizza, and Joe's, uh, Joe Pomodoro Pizza Cafe um, each have a vote. Feel um, free to add your own, too. If you like, if you there's one that's a local, don't put Domino's, don't put Pizza Hut. We're not looking for those. If you if you like those, you can get those anywhere. But uh, right. we, we're talking, you know, places that you can't get outside of these uh these four walls of Stockton, or even, you know, in the Valley, if they're chained, they're chained. That's cool. But you know, no, don't put, you know, I like Domino's. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's certainly not too late. Facebook.com slash podcast Stockton. If you're not already on there and liking podcast Stockton, shame on you, but go ahead and add it right now and place your vote. Matt, how long do you want to put this poll up? Yeah. There? Let's Yeah. Let's just see what, what kind of stuff we get. Uh, add it'll, infinium. It, it, yeah. Add, add infinium. Let's see. Uh, Let's see who went out. Um, I didn't add Dante's until, until after I had put the poll up and 20 people or so already voted. Otherwise, I think Dante's might have, uh, might have won out. So I think what we'll do is the winner, the winning pizza place, um, Rod, uh, you can buy us pizza there. You know what? That sounds like a great <laughs> not idea. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should do something at the winners. Uh, you know what? Stay tuned. Because the winning pizza place, we're not saying there's something in there, but we're saying there might be something in there. Uh-oh, Rod has just committed us to something. But, but Rod is always uh, creative in finding w- ways out of those things. So <laughs> not, not, uh, Ways out of them in a good way, not like yeah. uh, just um, sneak out of it. Yeah. So Yeah, facebook.com slash podcast Stockton. Uh, tell us what your favorite pizza place is in Stockton.
time for sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell, Lowell Tuckerman. Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman. Awesome. <laughs> in studio, Mr. Tuckerman. What's new in the world of stock and sports? Well, I have to, first of all, I don't like stealing people's thunder. I think it's not right. So, Rod, thank you for pointing out to me that the Delta College women's softball team has just completed an undefeated season. It is an absolute wow. undefeated season. Isn't that great? That's uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 33-0, yeah, 17-0 in the conference, in the Big 8 conference. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't happen that often at all, and I'm pretty sure it hasn't happened. So, yeah, it was great. I'm wondering if they're getting some exposure around Stockton, at least with the newspapers and maybe getting a little FaceTime on TV and or the radio, who knows? I, I think they're well-deserving of that. At any level, to go undefeated in a season is phenomenal. Absolutely, especially in a 33-game season. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the last two games were a 5-0 and 2-0 games. So, I mean, two runs decided it, and there was a one-hitter and a two-hitter, respectively. So, uh, you want to talk about some powerhouse pitching, that's what it took to, to nail down the, the undefeated season. I would have never thought after I left Delta that their best sport would become softball, really, because football was always at the top of everyone's interest and even baseball, and I'd say more so basketball. If I had to rank the sports at Delta in terms of popularity, it has to be football, basketball, baseball, then the rest of them lower echelon but softball they're forcing people to pay attention to them absolutely and that's great because again those those underrated sports uh those are the ones that produce some of the the more talented athletes i think sometimes so uh speaking of softball or baseball how are the ports doing so far well i tell you what it is early in the season we are now six and five as of today as of the recording of this one uh, a tough loss today to the Visalia Rawhide to open up their four-game set. It was 17-7 to and uh, on a Sunday afternoon game. And, uh, you know, again, the score was uh, was ballooned, but uh, it was due to a lot of walks. And those are going to hurt you nine times out of ten. Lowell, you know, if you keep putting people on bases, those people are going to end up scoring for free. As you would say, Rod, the wheels fell off for the ports on this Saturday. Well, yeah, absolutely. Sunday. Sunday. Well, the wheels me. fell off on Saturday, too. Both they, days. Yeah, Ouch. they lost to the Nuts. They dropped the uh, the series series closer to the Nuts the, the night before, and uh, it was a rough one. It was 10-6. to 6. Um, that, one was, that one was tough because uh, Modesto had jumped out in front, and the ports had climbed right back in it almost immediately. Uh, the ports gave up three runs in the first and then ended up uh, coming back in the bottom of the first and getting those three runs back, then taking the lead, uh, only to see the ports or the nuts rather come back and uh, and hold on to the game and, and actually take it away from them. So uh, again, it was a series win, though. I mean, they still took two out of three from the nuts to open up their home season. So um, again, a tough loss to Visalia today. They'll go back at it again tomorrow on Monday night, which I believe the show will be out by then. Uh, so they'll actually be in there for game two. Game three on Wednesday, game four on Thursday. They hit the road and they come back again after their day off on Monday the 24th. So uh, make that the 25th. So, uh, again, the boys are playing well. I mean, this is a team that's um, full of pop. Uh, these guys can hit the ball and hit the ball well. I mean, obviously, uh, they put up six runs Saturday night. They put up uh, seven runs today. Runs are not the problem. And I would say pitching is not a problem. But uh, there are some some spots that they have to shore up in their relieving uh, their relieving game. 
one player in particular I'm excited about, outfielder Michael Choice, the A's first-round draft pick from this past draft. So here he is. He'll play, I imagine, the entire season in Stockton. What are some other players fans can take a look at who may not be here very long because of how talented they are and better enjoy them while they're here in Stockton? Uh, Dustin Coleman is is one that I think is exciting. He uh, His bat is great, and um, I just... In watching him play early, he seems like he can. He's got that. Cl- you know, there's players that have that clutch ability, and and uh, Coleman's one of those guys. And uh, Aliotti, the first baseman, uh, don't be fooled. He's wearing Mike Spina's old number 18, and he's playing first base. But it is not Mike Cena or Mike Spina. Uh, uh, Mike Spina. I had John Cena on the brain. It's not Mike Spina. <laughs> it's actually uh, Aliotti, and he's a great, uh, a great player. And to tell you the truth. I'm a big fan of these of this crop of, of ports because they seem to not only you know have fun on the field, but they seem to get the mentality of a minor league player. They love to, to interact with the fans. They love to interact with the kids, and they just they seem like they've got you know they've got it together. So this should be a fun group of guys to watch the entire season long. And uh, again, it's early in the season. We can't get you know we were came in tied for first with San Jose. Uh, you can't get too excited about uh, about that, as we know. In a 140-game season, there's still a long way to go. But I think things are, are actually good. And you talked about Michael Choice earlier. Uh, he is a, a great guy to watch. He went yard the last two nights, and he can hit the ball hard. And uh, and he's done it so far. And uh, I got to say, I love his walk-up music. Not sure what it is. I'll have to find out tomorrow. But he's got great walk-up music, too. And any guy with great walk-up music usually has a good bat to follow it. And what would Rod Villagomez's walk-up music be? <laughs> I already said <laughs> Basketball Jones by Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Stockton. I want to thank everybody for joining us today on the show. And a big congratulations again to Joey Chestnut. Absolutely. And if you want to see Matt Stoney's YouTube videos, I definitely suggest that you go to YouTube.com and look up Matt Stoney. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Our listener line is 209-565-3229. Or you can send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube, username Podcast Stockton. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we talked about on today's show, make sure you visit the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton. Um, so, uh, so Lowell, I know it's, it's hard for you, you know, being in a, in a professional radio studio in San Francisco to, to have to come all the way down to Stockton to the Outback studios. Is it, uh, it's kind of like the slum here in the, uh, in the Outback, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks for slumming it, Lowell. Thanks. Oh, well, 
Got to <laughs> go all around the spectrum. Go from San Francisco to here. <laughs> hey, Lowell, um, are you ever going to get on Facebook or Twitter? Come on, man. You're Lowell Tuckerman. How long can you keep up the just Google Lowell Tuckerman bit? I love that, by the way. It's cool that you can say just Google Lowell Tuckerman. But come on, Facebook, Twitter, something? Soon? Well, I got my logo made for my radio show, The Sports Animals. So Facebook is right around the corner. And I've been saying this for a long time as far as Twitter goes. I think it would be much more fun to be more famous than create a Twitter account, start out with a ton of followers rather than 12. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite at Matt Beckwith or oh, Rod B. Gomez's level Whatever. yet. Well, you mean you mean to tell me that I can officially like Lowell Tuckerman for the first time in, in my life? That's right. I can well, officially like him. Not just like you and say I like you, but I'll officially be able to click a button that says like. There you go. Nice. And you can unlike. <laughs> I've done that before. I've clicked on like just to click unlike on things. And I tell him that yeah. I do it too. Yeah. So that, that'll be breaking news when Lowell Tuckerman no longer says, um, just Google me. <laughs> All right. We're looking forward to Lowell Tuckerman sports animal on Facebook. Absolutely. <laughs> Someday soon. See you soon.